0: Well, free agency is like what, four days, five days in the books now. Kyla Mills and I are going to break down all the massive, huge names the Warriors have picked up. Folks, it's riveting. I mean, this lineup, I don't know how the Nuggets and the Suns are going to beat these guys. We're going to break it all down next. This is Locked On Warriors.
1: You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKED ON. That's prizepicks.com. And make sure to use that promo code LOCKED ON. You can follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms, including Twitter tiktok and instagram at kylan mills her name you can follow me cyrus Sotzes, on twitter at dog surf roadshow kylan great to see you happy uh uh fourth of july eve <laughs> whatever you call this <laughs> weird day um how you doing and give me your first reaction and the audience as well to the warriors uh activity or lack thereof as we're in day what four now afraid to see you. yeah take it away <laughs>
1: Uh, good to see you, Cyrus. This is such a weird day. I hate weeks like this when you have a holiday, but it like falls on a Tuesday. It's so awkward because it's like some people work on Monday. Some people don't. Some people treat it like a holiday. It feels like a holiday. So anyways, it's just, it's a strange day of the week. Uh, What's even more strange is the lack of activity from the Golden State Warriors in free agency. I mean, to me, this is a team that needs to bolster their lineup and their roster and needs to do it quickly. Um, I was hoping to see some more signings. I know we're going to break down specifically Corey Joseph, and I can get into that in a minute. But first, I just want to talk about, you know, maybe some of the lack of movement. I think the Warriors need to really try to jump on picking up a big and doing it quickly. Uh, we both have talked about the need for size. And to me, like, that's the one area when I line up, you know, everyone that the Warriors have on this roster right now that they still are lacking in. Size, uh, yes. I would love to see a backup center, if not a power forward, come into this rotation. Someone that can give you minutes, uh, in the second unit doesn't have to necessarily be an all star because I know some people were, you know, shooting pretty high. You know, I've heard the Lopez brothers be, you know, dropped in there that people were, uh, looking for the Warriors to scoop up or wanting the Warriors to scoop up, maybe jokingly at that. But you know, I, my point is that I don't think they need to bring in some kind of all star center, just bring in someone who can play in the second unit and bring some size. Or I'd be even happy with the power forward, uh, but it's crazy if you look at uh, like at the Warriors roster as it's constructed right now, like there just really isn't anyone to play at the four or five. I mean, Gary Payton II is like the closest that you have to being able to play down there in terms of defensive, you know, intensity. It's Kaminga, it's Gary Payton II. If you're looking at guarding bigger guys, and obviously Draymond Green and Kevon Looney are going to be in the starting lineup, you'd expect most of the time. But like, what what happens when Draymond and Kevon Looney come out? Like, who, mm-hmm. who is taking on those roles? Like, I guess Kaminga could guard a center, but then like, who's guarding? You know what I mean? Like, what, what if the roster were to stay the same? Like, what would the plan be?
0: I mean, Trace Jackson as, like, Davis, I think, is the only other big you could think so of. So you're gonna throw a rookie? But wh- who's a rookie? Granted, granted, he played four years in college. Um, but that's, I mean, look, that's it. That's it. I, I, you know, you're. You're absolutely right. Now, um, some speculation on day one was that Dario Saric, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, uh, is is a player that the Warriors are interested in. Um, But that was four days ago. We haven't heard anything since. Who knows what's going on? Who knows if there's like 10 other teams also trying to pursue him? Uh, You're right. The one free agent acquisition is Corey Joseph. Um, I guess, look, let's, there's some positives here. First of all, Corey Joseph is here because Ty Jerome's gone. Woo! So I'm, I'm ecstatic about that. I'm, I I almost, regardless of what happens the rest of this offseason, want to call it an, a win, an A-grade. But obviously, you know, I want to be realistic, too. Still, Corey Joseph is awesome. Uh, he's a veteran. I mean, the, the Warriors are clearly in a win-now mode. Um, you know, they seem to value the point guard position a lot more than I do. They've been seeking some help. They got Chris Paul. Now they got Corey Joseph. Uh, who last year shot 39 percent from beyond the arc which is huge um he's a great three-point shooter still averaged seven points a game uh in a backup role um he's durable uh you know he's not a, he's a good defender four point guard i thought that was a solid pickup not, not nothing to you know write home about necessarily but a solid pickup um you i mean you're, you're right about the size thing what are your thoughts on corey joseph though and we'll get into the size thing in a second because I have a list of all the remaining players who the Warriors are going to have, they're going to have to get people. I mean, there's two, if not three holes on this roster. Uh, but what are your thoughts on Corey Joseph, at least? They they filled the backup point guard spot. So Chris Paul can, can uh, take days off here and there and play limited minutes. Um, are you excited about him? What are your thoughts? Uh,
1: before I ask, or before I input those thoughts, really quick question. Someone commented, because you just brought up Trace Jackson Davis as being maybe the only person who could be a backup center that he's injured, he's hurt. I was yeah, just- I don't
0: think it's serious. I, I saw that report. Um, yeah. I don't see the specifics. Tonight is the debut of that. It's not Summer League. It's like that Sacramento tournament, the Sacramento Classic. I forgot what they're calling that thing. Uh, so it's like a, it's an the exhibition Classic, maybe? That's
1: the what they, I Classic, think that was last year. Yeah. California Classic.
0: Yeah, so, you know, and it's like a Summer League-type format. Uh, it's their exhibition game, so you're going to see young players play. But, yes, Trace Jackson Davis um, – because of what the only thing I read is wear and tear. I have no idea what that means. I hope the injury is not serious, but you're right. He's not going to play tonight.
1: So that's. I mean, I you never want to hear that uh from a rookie that you literally just drafted, like ready to make his summer league, faux summer league, whatever you want to call this tournament debut, and he's already hurt based on wear and tear. Bro, you're one of the young guys. We can't afford to bring in young guys right. that are already dealing with wear and tear issues. Like, come on. Right. Uh, like you said, it's something minor. And that's what I was trying to look up. I'm like, do we even know a specific body part? Like what? You know, what does that mean? Uh so that's not good to hear. Okay. But back to what you were just talking about in terms of Corey Joseph. I like the signing. I think it's a good pickup. It's not one that I necessarily anticipated, but looking at his profile, you mentioned it. He's a good on-ball defender. Joseph is a 12-year veteran, so he knows how to play the game. He surely can work into the rotation. Um, he's maybe lost a half step because he is older, but he's still going to be a positive in terms of you know, perimeter defending and and working within this Warriors group. So I think that's definitely huge. You've got a guard who can defend. The Warriors lost Dante DiVincenzo, one of their best on-ball defenders. I think Corey Joseph is serviceable. I don't know if he's going to be exactly up to par with what we saw from Dante DiVincenzo defensively, but I think he's going to be, you know what I mean, he's going to be at least up there to where he can handle the role. You're not looking at a liability like Jordan Poole. Uh, or even close to a liability like Jordan Poole. I mean, I hate to even compare the two because yeah, yeah. we talked a lot about Jordan Poole's uh, defensive issues. So I think that's a positive. Uh, another couple things to note about Corey Joseph. You mentioned it, but uh, you know, shooting nearly forty percent from three—that's a super big positive. He's also a player who could potentially play off ball yes he can fill in a backup point guard role but he also can play off ball and can spread the floor because he can't shoot the three ball so that's a big positive positive. Uh, one other thing is last season Corey joseph was top 10 in assist to turnover ratio that means he's a point guard who's going to take care of the ball and you don't have to worry about any of the sloppy turnovers we saw from the warriors late in games throughout last season so that reassures me a little bit in terms of what type of player you're getting as well um so i think there are a couple different parts about his game that are going to be good additions for the warriors i think it's it's good to add some insurance at the point guard position because we know that Steph Curry is going to miss, I'm going to say, give or take 20 games, at least. I mean, I hope that Steph doesn't deal with any injuries, but even when he's just dealt with speaking of wear and tear minor wear and tear, or, you know, something always seems to come up every season. He's an older player. They're going to be looking to rest him and also manage his minutes. So you've got to expect that, you know, there are going to be times where Steph's going to be out. And now you added in Chris Paul, another aging point guard into the mix. You've got to assume there's going to be some games he's going to have to miss, whether it be, you know, minor injuries or load management and things like that. So Who's that guy that's going to step up after that? And last season, we saw Ty Jerome getting major minutes as a two-way player. So I think it's good to bring in a veteran who has that high-level NBA experience. We just talked about all the numbers that he can add to the system. So when the Warriors are healthy, he's a viable option to play off ball when the Warriors are dealing with missing one of their point guards, one of the first two, the third in line is someone who has experience and can run an offense. That does make me feel better. It does make me feel better about the size, but you've got a solid perimeter defender in addition to a player who can run the floor with experience, won't turn the ball over, and can shoot the three. So I'm happy with that.
0: Totally. I'm with you on that. Uh, When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about what players are still remaining. There are some, but... Uh, that list is getting smaller and smaller. Uh, in the chat, I saw, for example, Mo Wagner, he's gone. He got signed uh, and he got signed for above the bed minimum. So the Warriors were never really in contention there. Uh, but there are some players left. Uh, and when you're considering the fact that the Warriors' tallest player right now is six nine, Yes, there are some major issues there. We'll talk about that and so yeah. much more after we first give some love to Price Picks, a longtime sponsor of Locked On Warriors uh and look prize picks is all about daily fantasy made easy it's all about having fun while you're watching your sports uh and look w- whatever the sport is right the, the women's world cup is just around the corner major league baseball uh, is going on right now um and you could bet on that and you're betting on individuals it's over unders it might be number of hits in a game it might be number of goals or assists in a game whatever the stat is you just got to pick a minimum of two players a maximum of six players you could win up to a million dollars if you get six correct picks true story the payouts are super fast and easy no sketchy wire services that you have to deal with down oh and, and it's legal in california that's a huge perk as well download the price picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports first-time users Can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, they'll give you $50. Whatever you put in, they'll match. So you start playing with double what you put in. But don't forget to enter the promo code Locked On and sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100.
1: You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast part of the Locked On podcast network. Your team every day.
0: Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. Uh, for your next listen you everydayers you uh I don't know yet, but follow us on Twitter at Locked On Dubs <laughs> and that's where we make all our announcements for guests, what time we start and so forth. Um so I made a list on on Friday's show Kylan, I I I created a full uh, in terms of categories, all the potential free agents that are available for the Golden State Warriors, and I'm going to run through that so we can see who's left uh, from what was originally published. Now, look, I didn't have have a Corey Joseph in this in this list. Um, oops, sorry, I got to share this. Wait, I got the wrong one. Here we go. Share this. Okay, uh, I don't, I don't, ha- I didn't have uh, uh, again Corey Joseph in my list, but I did have uh, in the worst, in the lowest category possible. This is pure desperation, and the Warriors are getting close to this. You still have Blake Griffin available. You still have Bo- Boban Marjanovic available. Yeah. And you still have Taj Gibson available. None of them are exciting. None of them probably translate to a world title, but they're still out there. Kylan, do any of those players excite you?
1: Oh, Cyrus. It's getting bleak here, man. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Let me zoom so in on this I moment. actually don't
1: hate Taj Gibson. To be honest, I haven't watched him the last couple of years, uh, but I did watch him quite a bit when he played with the Bulls. Uh, he, I don't know. I mean, he at least was a solid defender, a good hustle player, a good rebounder back when he played with the Bulls. Uh, I just, but none of those guys excite me. I mean, it's just, it's not good. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Blake Griffin, I guess, is there. What what were his latest uh, shooting numbers? That's t- what t- Tosh I'd be Gibson curious. Or,
0: or Blake Griffin.
1: Uh, Blake Griffin.
0: Oh, I, I he was on the Celtics last year. I don't have his numbers in front of me. I'll get in. A that's second, what though, I'm but... saying.
1: Like these guys are all so washed
0: uh... Uh-huh. <laughs> and but that this might be all that's left. I mean, I, I I see people mentioning Dwight Howard. I wouldn't hate that. You and I actually both advocated for him mm-hmm. this last mm-hmm. uh, season. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, there are there are reports out there that have. Uh, I mean, Dwight Howard expressed interest in playing for the Warriors last year, but there are reports that the Warriors have no interest in him, and and that's the reason why I didn't include him in this list. Um, I don't know the why of that. I have no idea. But, I mean, when you're talking about the fact that if the Warriors are serious about being a world title contender, you're looking at the teams that you have to overcome. The Nuggets are are number one on that list, right? As weird as Mm -hmm. this sounds, I would trust Dwight Howard playing defense uh, on Nikola Jokic. That that doesn't sound like an awful uh, idea to me um but again the warriors aren't interested blake griffin by the way uh his stats last year uh averaged 4.1 points per game he did shoot 35 percent from three so that's something but oh you want to Taj gibson is it, or i don't know who you wanted oh yeah
1: but, yeah no him and i mean both i was curious about both of them because these are both guys to me that are like so cooked i don't even know what they've done lately so i was just curious like because my only redeeming thing is like if you can shoot still, then I guess even uh, as players get older, you can add some type of value. But I don't know, none of those three excite me. I, I saw someone commenting in in the um, I saw someone commenting in the chat asking about Jakob Pertl. He got signed, dude, and this is a problem. The Warriors don't have money to sign anyone who would be quality. Uh, I mean, like Pertl ended up getting signed to a I think it was a four year, eighty million dollar deal with a player option in the last year. Um, and like I said, people were making comments about bringing with Lopez's, but it's just like the Warriors can't afford any of these players. That's the problem. Like right. they don't have any money left because they're so far into the luxury tax that it's just getting ridiculous. And I'm personally angry because I think the new CBA was atrocious. I don't think it's fair the way it feels like the Warriors are being punished, like flat out. Do you agree with me, Cyrus? On yeah. That? It, I know we I touched mean, on it a little bit, but it just popped to my mind when we are talking about the Warriors not being able to sign players and these luxury tax issues. And it just to me, it also boils down to the CBA and the way this has affected the team's ability to spend. And I personally think it's kind of BS. Like, it, it feels like a hit on the Warriors.
0: Agreed. I, I feel like it was absolutely targeted for that. I mean, look, the CBA, I mean, I, the, the way the CBA is constructed, you're basically penalized for drafting successfully. Yeah. So it, it, you're absolutely right, and, and I had Eric Pincus on the show about a month or so ago, and the point he made, I get it, which basically will it removes any possibility of a change in the scheme to to stop this punishment for drafting. So effectively, is if you change the rules, so for example, someone you draft counts for say 75% of their total salary toward toward the cap. That would be like the ideal uh, setup to to reward teams for drafting. Well, that would mean that the other teams in the NBA would be getting less revenue, right? Because they split up the pot with all the luxury tax penalties and all this extra money Mm -hmm. that teams like the Warriors have to pay the NBA. That money then is turned around and given to the other NBA teams. And if you, and if you change the rules to not uh, apply salaries toward uh, the luxury tax, if they're drafted players, you're also taking money away from the owners of say the Indiana Pacers the Orlando Magic, the San Antonio Spurs, all these small market teams. So regardless of fairness, economically speaking, it's virtually impossible. It sucks. I'm with you. It is it's I, why would you penalize teams for wanting to be organic and, and you know raise their players from their own system and keep their players? But that would mean less money for the other owners. And that was his logic. And I was like, well, damn it. I mean, it doesn't mean it's right, but it also means we're likely never going to see a change in this, in this system or this rule. So, um, I'm with you though. I'm hundred percent with you. Yeah. The, what the about someone
1: Someone mentioned the chat Mo Bamba. Did he just get waived by the Lakers?
0: No, Mo, Mo Bamba, uh, is on my list. I, I was going to get okay. to him in a second. Uh, I don't know if he's still available though. I'm going to look that up right now. Um, but right. Mombo was on my list. I'll get to him in just a second. Uh, I believe he's still out there. Yeah, he's still out there. I'll get to the. Yeah, list I in hadn't a second, seen
1: though. that he got signed since being waived because he just got waived pretty recently. I don't. Well, he was, I,
0: free, he was a free agent, or he his contract was not picked up. It was non. Yeah, option. it was
1: non guaranteed. It was a non guaranteed contract. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. So yeah. he is currently uh, it remains an unrestricted free agent. I'll get to the. I'll get to that in just a second. So so we obviously don't want Blake Griffin. We don't want Barbon Majanovic. We don't want Tosh Gibson uh group g the brad wanamaker group we have javante green who i think is still out there but he's not a big Derek jones jr do not be surprised if he ends up with the warriors and he would actually be a solid addition he's like a power forward type doesn't give you height but he gives you toughness um gives you defense and then frank kaminsky if i'm not mistaken is still out there as well he can shoot the ball he doesn't excite me but frank kaminsky is still out there any excitement for him as a freedom center
1: <sighs> i i mean i I'm not excited about any of these guys again yeah, and I hate agree. to say it. I mean, I know that it's Slim Pickens, but like I don't know. I just feel like the Warriors needed to act quicker. I actually don't mind Derek Jones Jr., but he just isn't very tall. And I feel like he's gotta be what, like six, six, maybe. And it's kind of yeah, like, seven. well, yeah. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just feel like I kind of want more size than that. You I hear know, you. It's like we already got Draymond Green playing small ball center half the game. And You're really right. the only other option we have right now is Cabana Looney. And, uh, you know, Jonathan Kaminga is right around the same, you know, height as that as well. So, like, I, I wouldn't mind adding, you know, still someone who's bigger because I kind of like Derek Jones Jr. He's all right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know.
0: Uh, Ray Lang real quick. Uh, you keep bringing him Mo Wagner. He's gone. The the Orlando yeah. Magic resigned him. So uh, he's not available. Um, moving on in the list, uh, and again, Frank Kaminsky would not be an awful option. He is, a, I believe, 6'11 or seven feet. Yeah, shoot the three. I'm not, you know, he doesn't, none of these names are going to excite anybody. Yeah. Okay, this is the reality of the Warrior situation, unless they pull off a big trade. This is what we're going to have to settle with here. Um, yeah. so okay, so group F, this is the Glenn Robinson, the third group. Uh, Markeith Morris is still out there. Michael Green is still out there. Uh Tristan Thompson is still out there. Myers Leonard is still out there. And so is Bismack Biombo. All five of these individuals are still available. Do any of them excite you, Kylan?
1: I'm out. I'm sorry, but we can't bring any of the drama that comes with Tristan Thompson to the Golden All right. State Awards. Right. I'm just gonna, <laughs> yeah. I- I'm just gonna say a no to that. Sorry, that just made me laugh. Of course. It's interesting. That Jermichael Green's name is on this list. Um, well, is he like, well, I brought it up just because when you look at all the available
0: players, I mean, yeah. he's not awful. Uh, he knows the system. I, I don't think it would be just, I don't think it would be impossible to imagine him back in a Warriors uniform. I don't think yeah. it's ideal, but he's out there. Yeah. Uh, Gilbert Abalo, by the way, uh, Christian Wood is not on my list just because I don't envision him signing with anyone for for the veteran minimum um if he's available i would love christian wood i've been an advocate of his to come to the warriors for like three years now uh so i just wanted to mention that as well uh any before we move on from this list kylan any any other thoughts
1: i don't think leonard maybe i would say maybe myers leonard i mean he's a seven footer right i mean certainly a guy who adds some size i know he didn't play a ton in milwaukee but i'm about to try to look up his stats what maybe five i mean he averaged about five four uh so maybe like a lower down the bench big. I mean, I just do you have any like strong impressions of his game?
0: I mean, he can shoot the ball. He's he's actually a decent outside shooter for a big. He is a seven footer. Uh, he was out of the league for approximately two years because I my, I believe if I'm not mistaken, because of anti-Semitic comments that were recorded while he was playing a video game. Uh, um, you know, and oh, so
1: oh yeah yeah I remember that.
0: So now he's trying to like you know work his way back into good graces <sighs> with the fan base, the league. Um yeah. So that's that's Myers Leonard for you. Um all right, you ready to move on?
1: Yeah. I mean just the backstory alone. I'm like, oh I forgot I actually <laughs> jogging my memory about that whole thing. Yeah. Uh not a bad player. Definitely once again, I just like also think with the Warriors it's super important to look for the culture fit. Yeah. Um you know, I think that with this organization, the way the players have to be able to work together and I just, I don't know, like I said, I feel like I've heard Bob Meyer say it in the press conferences and it does seem true that they also do look at like the personality side and the human side. And I think that's one reason why the Warriors have been successful. They don't, you know, bring in big egos. They don't bring in guys that have issues and behavioral problems and, you know, things like that. The Dylan Brooks of the world. Um, sorry, I had to throw uh, That's okay. Uh, just made but you know what I mean? million just, dollars
0: a year, by the way, Dylan Brooks. I
1: know, yeah. So he's making the bag. He's doing just fine. Uh, but you know what I mean? The, I know the Warriors in the past have been intentional about, you know, being particular in terms of who they choose and who they bring in. Um, and I just, I didn't love all the stuff with Anthony Lamb this season. It was a distraction. It, I thought, was a dark mark, another dark mark in terms of some off court things that happened this season. So it's like, I just, if possible, you'd prefer to bring in someone who has, you know, a clean background check in terms of any any major you know drama like that and yeah. making anti-Semitic comments is is horrible not mm-hmm. to say that people don't deserve second chances but I just you know it makes me pause a little bit for sure. I hear
0: no I, I don't I don't blame you. Uh for that uh the Blazing warrior writes uh Mason Plumley and Dario Saric we'll 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 talk about Sarich in a second. Sarich. Uh Mason Plumley has uh signed. Darn it. I forgot. Is it the Clippers again? He's, he's off the, he's not available anymore. Um, and let me see if there's any other names here that people have asked about before we move on to the next. Oh, and then Gilbert Abalo, uh, writes DeAndre Jordan. He was re-signed by the Denver Nuggets. So Plumley uh, signed
1: with the Clippers. I'm pretty sure.
0: Myers, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Mason Plumley, Yeah. I think he signed back with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on, uh, group E, the Nemanja Bielitsa group, patrick beverly had on here he is not available he signed with the 76ers um james johnson is still still available he's older um but if you want inside toughness he's as good as it gets not tall but he's still a tough almost david west ish type uh Wendy and gabriel is available he is long uh dario Saric, who again has been linked to the warriors i don't know why that has not been made official yet And then Juan Toscano Anderson, a player that it wouldn't surprise me if we saw him in a Warriors uniform again. Uh, Any thoughts there?
1: A couple interesting names on this list. First of all, some people in the chat earlier were bringing up Juan Toscano Anderson. Yeah. Um, I don't hate bringing JTA back. Uh, Personally, big culture fit guy, you know, a Bay Area native, East Bay native. Um, you know, a player that you know what you're going to get from every single night. He was fairly consistent. No, you're gonna not gonna get anything special offensively, but he's gonna run the floor, he's gonna compete super hard, he's gonna battle for rebounds, he's gonna battle for you know, jump balls and loose balls and all that kind of stuff. But to me, they need to add a better piece than that. Like, I'm sorry, I I wouldn't be opposed to bring him back, but like that's not a fix in terms of the big problem uh to me at all. Um so You know, not opposed to bringing back JTA. I just feel like that's not enough. Um, I I I like Wenyan Gabriel too, uh, as a player. You mentioned long, uh, you know, athletic, exactly, very athletic, good defender. Um, So I like Wenyan Gabriel. Gabriel, I just think that I still would like to see more of a traditional center. I mean, I don't know what you think about that. And I like Dario Saric because he is, you know, 6'10. He does. Bring a little bit more of that size. He, you know, he's also skilled. He's pretty smooth with the ball. Um, you know, and he has. I feel like he's especially skilled for a big. I don't know about what you think from what you've seen from him, but I like him. Well, I like uh, it. I like it. When I, I remember
0: last year when I was watching Dario Saric play for the uh, OKC Thunder, thinking to myself, "This is who the Warriors need—a big who can stretch the floor." He's a he's a solid three point shooter. He's a smart player. I know basketball IQ plays a, a part in this as well. No, I'd be all for it. I think Dario Saric sounds great. I'm honestly like perplexed why we're now four days out from first hearing about him being a possibility and nothing's happened yet. It's like, is he negotiating with other teams? Is he trying to get more money? Uh, We're not hearing anything from the Warriors, so I I don't know what's going on there. Um,
1: That would be a good pickup. I didn't realize he shot 39% from three last season.
0: Yeah, I like like Saric. Well above his
1: career average. I mean, that's huge. I knew he was good, but that's... I mean, and this warrior system, you're looking for bigs that can spread the floor. And he's 6'10"? Like, dude.
0: Maybe even taller. I, I, he might be he? 6'11 or 7 feet. Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a I big. could be wrong. He's a big. But again, um, they don't have him yet. So until they do, we can't really... I don't understand what's going on. Uh, and Ernie B. Hernandez, you are... I, that is a fair also thing to write. Yeah, uh, Ernie says that Dario Saric is not a good defender. That's fair, but you need size. And height alone makes you a better defender. He Obviously, he's not going to be able to... Defend quick guards who are penetrating, but if he's tasked with a Jokic, with you know, any big you can think of out there, uh, he, he can at least hold his own, right? I mean, he's got height. Um yeah, for sure. Ready to move on to the next group?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: So group D, the auto porter junior group, has Utah uh Utah Watanabe, who's with the Suns, Mo Bamba, still available. Uh Maritz Wagner re-signed with the Magic. Damian Lee re-signed with the Suns. Mike Muscala, I think, is still out there. I actually don't know what's going on with him. Muscala would be awesome at this point. Um, I'm actually going to look up to see what his status is. But any thoughts on any of those players that is in in Group F or Group D?
1: I feel like some people are going to (laughs) hate this, but I don't mind Mo Bamba. I actually, we're talking about size. Like, you want to bring in a seven-footer? Like, you know, why not? He's a true center for sure, at least, and and someone who's just – being critical of defense. I mean, he's definitely a rim protector. You know, he has the wingspan to block shots. Uh, the Warriors certainly could use that. I mean, love the size, love the height, uh, definitely needs a little bit more refining, but I mean, I feel more comfortable maybe with him than a rookie. He's played in the league. He's a good rebounder. He has good hands. Uh, I mean, in terms of adding a big, like I don't hate it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. What I'm in. absolutely with you.
1: That's the that's um, the one name in this group that jumps out to me.
0: And Mike Muscala, by the way, is technically still with the Wizards, but uh I, I don't know why I thought he was an unrestricted free agent. But he's he's reportedly uh, gonna be bought out. Uh just hasn't happened yet. Um and he would be awesome to you. He's a very similar to to Sarch in terms of style of play. Uh he's a big who can shoot the three, probably not the greatest defender, but again, you can't be picky at this point with your options. Um no,
1: that's the one thing about Mo Bomba's. Is- he can't shoot. So like, that's just like, you've got to accept it, but then you're also yep. getting a seven footer who can defend under the basket. And he's a good defender. So like between Sarich and, and Mo Bamba two like very different style players. But like, I think either would help. Like at this point, anything would help. If we can get a big <laughs> can space, the floor they're shooting. Great. If we can get a seven footer who can be a rim protector and at least just, you know, put them in the lane to clog it up and, and you know, try to provide the worst some type of interior presence outside of, Kevon Looney and Draymond Green, who are both, like, 6'6", like, great. Like, you know, I just feel like either one of those types of players could help the Warriors at this point, either a defensive yeah. pick who's skilled and athletic and, or the other hand, which is the shooter who's skilled, rather, offensively.
0: Absolutely. And Blasian Warrior, correct. The Warriors can only offer the veteran minimum. Uh, all right, let's move on. we got three more groups here. Uh, group C, the David West group. Has Mason Plumley, who is no longer available. Alex Len, who is no longer available. And I I'm actually gonna look up Nikhil Alexander Walker because I don't know if he's still available. Uh no, he's back with the the Timberwolves. So this group is moot. Nobody's available anymore in this group. Let's go to group B. I sh- don't
1: understand why the Warriors have not acted like to me I'm like boom 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 let's go like they should have been the phone should be ringing off the hook and I'm sure there's tons of work going on behind the scenes I'm not saying that but like I don't know I just I feel like bringing Chris Paul I didn't hate it in regards to the that being the trade move move they made but like to me it was just like we got to address the size thing I like the fact that we addressed additional you know insurance of the point guard position, but like, I just feel like there's gotta be a sense of urgency to bring someone in. I wanted them to trade for a big, but you know, it didn't happen.
0: No, you're, cause, cause that's a area of need. It's, and if I feel like it's such an obvious area of need that it's striking that the Warriors don't act like it's, you know, something that should be an urgent issue to address. It's really mind blowing to me. Uh Terrence Ross, I believe is still available. Um He would be a great wing, does not in any regard solve the big issues. But I would not mind if the if the Warriors can find a way to to add him. Still available. Uh, everyone else on this roster on this list is taken. Uh, yeah, I would say
1: everyone. I was say I know Torian Prince just was involved. Lakers yeah.
0: who are very active. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaita Bates Diop uh, signed with the Suns. Kevin Love is back with the Miami Heat, and Dwight Powell is back with the Dallas Mavericks. So that's and then Group A, uh, the Andre Iguodala group. Seth Curry was signed by the Dallas Mavericks. Robin Lopez just today was announced he has yeah. signed with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Thomas Bryant, I believe, who did he go to? Was it Did he get re-signed by the Nuggets? I actually don't know who he, he ended up with. I know someone just signed him today. Uh, the Miami Heat. The mm-hmm. Miami Heat, uh, on a minimum deal, got Thomas Bryant. Why the Warriors couldn't do that is beyond me. And then Torrey Craig, did he just sign with someone today? I think he did. Tory Craig agrees to a 2-year deal with the Chicago Bulls so he's not available. That's it. And then the only other name that I saw in the chat uh brought up which was not on my list was Nerlens Noel's. Would not mind him. I think he's a decent big. Um yeah. we've talked about uh uh Boogie Cousins. Um he's still out there. He might have to be an option. But again, Steve Kerr for some reason doesn't like him. They they have they have an issue yep. with each other apparently. So I yep. This is where we're at, folks. <laughs> this is where we're at. So,
2: um,
0: you know what? Then, what
1: did, I was trying to look it up. What did Robin Lopez sign for? Uh, oh. Yeah,
0: he signed the veteran minimum to be with his brother. Uh, but Seth Curry, even though his brother Steph could have snuck some money to him, through under armor. Uh, they did not uh, get together. So, um, yeah, my understanding is either veteran minimum, one year actually i don't i don't know if there's financial details for that yet um but i my my understanding given the Bucks situation they cannot give him more than the veteran minimum yeah it sucks but uh
1: his brother did a little something something
0: yeah (laughs) uh, maybe maybe um and then uh and then uh, last thing i wanted to play this sound by changing subjects is there anything else you want to mention about free agency before we move on Uh, no no we
1: we broke it down enough
0: yeah, and then the last thing, this is a soundbite I wanted to play. Uh, this is from Draymond Green, um, who we actually haven't talked about this. He did re-sign with the Warriors, a four-year deal for $100 million. Uh, helps out the Warriors a little bit. He took a pay cut for this season to help with the tax situation. Um, so he was on Paul George's podcast uh, talking about the impact of Chris Paul on Jonathan Kaminga, a player that we didn't know what was going on with him. It's looking more and more likely – uh, that he's going to stay. Um, yeah. a, a decision I support if he actually plays. If if Kerr continues playing these weird games with him, I, I don't understand the point of keeping him. But if he's now a part of the rotation, great. Anyways, here is Draymond Green talking about Chris Paul's effect on that second unit, and more specifically, Jonathan Kuminga.
2: Since the trade happened, what do you think he brings to an already stacked and successful Next. team? Well, I think he brings a couple things after. The Lakers series, Steph said in his press conference, we ran out of variety. If they're taking this away, mm-hmm. then you can go to this. If they're mm. taking that away, then you can move to this. Our team last year didn't have a variety of ways that we could score. And I think CP adds another thing to the menu. But I'll tell you one more thing that I think it unlocks, and I actually look forward to learning this from him. I think Chris Paul will completely unlock Jonathan Kaminga and his growth. CP is great with young guys. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Aiden looked like a buzz before CP came to Phoenix. No disrespect yeah. to Aiden, <laughs> but more so a nod to CP. Yeah. What he would do for Jonathan Kaminga and unlocking Kaminga mm-hmm. is huge. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, so that's something to be excited about, I guess. Um, your thoughts on that, Kylan?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a positive. I think there's something to be said for that, that he could definitely be a positive influence on JK. I also like the thought of those two playing together in the pick and roll in terms of running the Warriors offense in the second unit. I think that their two skill sets could work well together. So let's give it a shot. Like I said, I've come around to to the CP move, so I'm all right with it. I'm excited to see what happens.
0: Absolutely. Me too. I mean, look. It's not a bad thing that Chris Paul is part of this team now. Um, I just expected more, and it's looking less. Yeah, than that's the less thing.
1: Likely. Same, same. Like I, yeah, you said it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, well, if anything does happen, we'll keep you posted. Uh, you know, i I was waiting all weekend for some sort of big news to drop. Yeah, it never came. I'm kind of grateful because this room, my studio turns into an oven uh in a heat wave like we had this last weekend uh so regardless um kylan anything else going on with you before we wrap it up
1: uh any last thoughts
0: any any anything
1: no, you got to go. So let's wrap it up and we'll chat later this week. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Thanks yeah, for Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll be back on a couple of times later this week, so we'll uh, run it back and hopefully we'll be talking about some news for the Warriors. Like, please. <laughs>
0: absolutely. And thank you everyone for doing days us. off for
1: we- the front office. All right.
0: <laughs> no, I wish we had more to report. I uh, believe me, I don't think anyone's happy uh, with what's going on, but it's early. And thank you everyone. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on all that stuff. We'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. Take care.
2: Bye-bye.